Hi, I'm Jill, and you've landed on the Grow Like a Mother podcast. This is a place where we lean into all things motherhood and personal growth. We talk about the good, bad, and ugly in a way that's real and relatable. Whether I'm interviewing guests or sharing my own wisdom and learnings, this is half an hour for you. Put this on in your car or on a walk, while you're doing chores, wherever it fits into your life and give yourself the gift of prioritizing yourself. You'll hear tips and tricks and tactics to help you get aligned with the version of you that doesn't just go by the name mom. You'll hear my methods of time ownership and goal achievement and learn how to master your mindset and tune into your intuition. These are the things that can create true transformation in how you navigate life and take you from feeling overwhelmed to in control. This is Motherhood Mixed with Woo. Thanks so much for joining me. Let's dive in. Holy crap, guys, this is my 25th episode. Thank you so much for sticking with me. And um, I'm just loving the feedback that I'm getting from you and knowing that this lands and that you're getting value out of what I share and the lovely ladies that I speak with on the interview episodes. So today I had the pleasure of interviewing Miss Leah Stein. She is uh, a writer um, of a children's book as well as she has a business where she does uh, podcast um turns podcasts into blogs and does podcast notes, show notes and things like that. So that's kind of how her and I got connected. Um, I love her Instagram. And so we just sat down and had a conversation about real life momming, what that looks like, where it can get hard and what we do to try to get through the day. So enjoy the conversation. And once again, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for 25 awesome episodes. So Leah, welcome to the podcast. I'm so happy to have you here on Grow Like a Mother. We have connected for like several months now online, yeah. just haven't had the opportunity to really connect. So I'm really excited to chat with you. But um, before we dive in, if you could just tell the listeners a little bit about you, who you are, what you do, uh, about your mom life, about your work life, whatever you want to share. All right. Hi, thanks for having me. Um, I'm actually a mom of three. I have a 13-year-old and 10 year old boys and then a almost two year old girl um i have a business a writing business leah stein writing i repurpose podcasts into blog posts and i write show notes also pretty much anything writing i'm into um i'm also an author of a children's book and i homeschool my children that's a lot that's a lot of roles yeah mm -hmm. <laughs> and so um with all of that I can just imagine the chaos with the older kids and then the baby and the business and trying to do that all from home and everyone's in your space you don't get that sort of break I'm sure from one role to the next and so what's the biggest challenge that you're facing right now like what are you finding that's just driving you nuts um honestly it's kind of just all pretty chaotic right now we're finishing up our homeschool year so we're doing our testing and that's stressful for everybody. And the baby has switched from two naps to one. So oh. that's been stressful for everybody because she's ready to go to bed early. But then if I put her to bed early, then she's up for like eight hours in the afternoon till bedtime. And that's chaos. So I have to choose when do I want the chaos? <laughs> do I want it in the morning or do I want it in the evening? And the morning makes the most sense. 
So then they're trying to do their tests, the older kids, and the baby is interrupting everything. And it's been pretty chaotic these past two weeks. So how do you um, manage? What is your, what's your go-to strategy? Um, I just pick something that's a goal for the day. <laughs> and I say, okay, today we're going to do one section of your test and one section of your test. And we're going to try to keep the baby up till about one. That's our goals. <laughs> There's our goals. <laughs> I like it. That's smart because then you can sort of have one focus. And if you accomplish that thing, you've won. And if you do nothing else, it doesn't matter. But if you happen right. to get some more, it's great. It's fine. Right. Yeah. But I mean, it doesn't always relieve the guilt of, okay, well, you know, we had hot dogs for dinner or, you know, there's the dishes are overflowing. Oh, I have tons of laundry to do. You know, it doesn't really take that stuff away because it's still there. And it doesn't take the fact that when I sit down and I'm like, I really should be doing these things even though I accomplished the couple things I said I was going to accomplish. Yes. You know, yeah, but I then, yeah. So it's, it's tough to, to juggle it all and balance and figure out what's the most important and what's not, you know? Yeah. I think and prioritizing first. Yeah. Kids come first, then my work comes and then everything else falls behind it. <laughs> if there is any time and energy for anything else. Right? Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. And how long have you been doing the business for? I have had my business for about three and a half years. Um, I recently relaunched to strictly writing mm -hmm. uh, in, I think, October of last year. So, um, but I did a lot of like social media stuff, marketing, things like that, monthly newsletters for real estate agents. Yeah, Sorry. a little bit of everything. Hey friend, sharing is caring as they say. And if you're enjoying this episode, I would love for you to share it with a friend, a neighbor, a colleague, anyone who you think could benefit from the wisdom on today's episode. Go ahead and just text them the link to the episode or share it on your Facebook, post it on Instagram and tag me so that I know you loved it. And while you're at it, if you wouldn't mind leaving me a positive review, that would go such a long way in ensuring that other moms who need this advice can also find this podcast more easily. Those shares and ratings really make a big difference for podcast hosts, and I appreciate you and thank you in advance. The switching of naps. Yes. Yeah. The case in point right there, right? I think that transition between two naps to one and, and oh, then- it's so hard when they transition out of the nap, that's, I found that to be a really tough time because I had to entertain all afternoon where I was used to having a little bit of time to myself. And so what I would need to do is find different pockets of my day to fit in that whatever I was doing during those nap hours, honestly, often I would nap. Um, and so I had to start adjusting my sleep schedule to go to bed earlier, like with the kids. And I'm still yeah. kind of on that schedule. Like I'll go to bed when I have my kids here at the house with me, which is four days a week. I go to bed at like eight 45, nine o'clock done. done. <laughs> kids don't even get, the boys don't get home from wrestling till about eight 30. So. Oh my gosh. And then they want a snack and then they need to get showers. Cause you can't be a wrestler and not shower every single second. No, no not um, that stage, that's for sure. Right. And then they're like, Oh, we want to hang out with daddy. Cause he picked them up at work or at, at wrestling on his way home from work. Cause that's the only time they get with him during the day right now so it's like and then I'm like okay well I can't go to bed because I'm gonna sit here and work on my computer while I'm while they're doing that yeah we'll hang out but you know that that sounds like you've got a bit of a rhythm though in terms of like finding a pocket for your work where I do. 
you know, dad can help with the older boys and then you can have that dedicated focus, even if it's, you know, half an hour, sometimes maybe more, maybe yeah. less. Well, it's, yeah, you know, you're doing it every day. And if worse comes to worse, I can you know, kind of arrange my schedule with my, the, the podcast that I have to repurpose. I can say, okay, on my husband's day off, I'm going to take this chunk of time and this is what I'm doing. And I'll know that I have that. I definitely have that chunk of time. If all else fails, if all else fails, which usually <laughs> it does. Right. I mean, right. Well, like, I mean, like, just for example, last week I was like, I'm going to wake up early. I'm going to wake up at five 30, get my stuff done before anybody gets up. The first night I attempted, I had my 10 year old in the bed with me saying that he was having a nightmare. Mm-hmm. And then the toddler was up at four 30. So that didn't work. That day was shot. <laughs> the next day I was like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. So I got set my alarm five 30. I was out of bed by six. And as soon as I got my coffee and I sat down, the toddler woke up. Yeah. And there's it wasn't some, like, there's a, well, right. And like, normally she kind of plays in bed and she, she's fine for like an hour. She'll just play in bed. Cause she likes that time. That's like her, her personal wake up time in the morning. She plays with her little stuffies in her bed and whatever. And she didn't do it that day. She was just like, come get me right now. I'm done. I'm like, oh my gosh, for real. And then the third day, third day, I couldn't get up. So I ended up waking up at 630 instead. And I got a little bit done, but then both the boys woke up by like 645. I'm like, you guys normally sleep till 830. What is going on? It's like something's in the air that they know you're trying to get in your self-care time. And I find that with everything, right? That the universe kind of like sabotages you. Oh yeah. It's like, okay, you're trying to do this thing. How bad do you want it? Right. Like we're going to throw hurdles at you and see if you can stick with it or if it's important enough to you or like how much can you take? I find that a lot in my life too. And, um, well, I try to take it in stride. I try to take it in stride because just like I told my son today, he deleted his Minecraft app because he was trying to free up some memory on his phone. And I was like, yeah, delete it. It won't, all your stuff should still be there. Well, apparently that's not the case in case you ever have kids who play Minecraft. Oh, don't delete the app because it deletes all their worlds. Oh. So I spent an hour sitting on the phone with Apple restoring his iCloud memory, which luckily he had done. But regardless, my, the whole point of that story is, is I told him, I'm like, because he's beating himself up over it. I'm like, first off, you trusted me because I told you to do it. (laughs) Second, stuff happens. Let it go. You deal with it and you move on. If you let everything knock you down, you're going to be on the floor all the time. Yeah. You'll never, you'll always be sort of looking for someone to save you, right? Like you're always going to be in that victim mode, which is so, it's such a hard place to be in because everything seems worse if you're focused on the negative stuff. Yep. And, but it's sometimes it's so hard to focus on the positive. Yeah. But if you can even find, I think something I try to teach my kids too, and I love that you're doing it is just, even if you can get one small thing, one small lesson out of it, or if there's Mm -hmm. some silver lining or even better, if there can be a positive, you can somehow swing the situation, whatever it is. But if you can sort of like just change just a smidge, just like one degree, then Mm -hmm. you're winning, right? If you can shift that a little bit, then you're winning. Yeah, I agree. I, I totally agree. Like, you know, I mean, just like with the baby not napping, I'm like, Oh yes, she's going to bed early. More free time for mommy tonight. There you go. There you go. Free time. If you count just having two other kids (laughs) and uh, you know, the job and 
all of them. All yeah, of them. and the puppy and, you know, the, the dog and the chickens and the <laughs> all the things. Yeah, you got a regular zoo over there. Oh, you just don't even know. Don't, that doesn't count the snake, the three fish tanks, <laughs> the guinea babies that were raising, the guinea hens that were raising to eat all of our ticks. Oh my gosh. You're in Pennsylvania, right? No, Virginia, actually. Oh, you're in Virginia. Virginia. Okay. Oh my. Yeah, we have bad ticks up here in Ontario too. Oh, it's been so bad. Like it's yeah. been really bad. Like, I was on the trampoline with the kids the other day and I'm like, how did I get a tick on me? Come on mm-hmm. now. Give me a break. But guineas eat four to 5,000 ticks a day. So wow. I was like, we're getting guineas. <laughs> and do they live outside? Yeah. So we're going to put them with the chickens when they're big enough to stick up for themselves. Yeah. And um, then they kind of fly away during the day and go and do their thing. And hopefully we'll come back. Right. Sometimes they do. Sometimes they don't. We're just going to try your hand at it and see what happens. <laughs> wow. Very cool. They don't come back and don't get eaten by foxes or something. As long as they eat my ticks, I don't care. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You have a purpose. Right. Everything has a purpose. <laughs> yes, it does. Very cool. So, wow, that's a lot. That's a lot on your plate. Do you ever find time just for you? Um, sometimes. I mean, to be honest, I, I, I take my showers and I absorb that time. I take a walk and I'm like, kids, I just, I need a minute. Can you just keep an eye on the baby monitor? And I, we have a trail, we call it our four wheeler trail that goes like kind of a probably about a quarter of the way down our property. So I, I'll take a walk on that. But now that it's tick season, I'm a little more hesitant to go down there because I just walk down there and ta-da. Right. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I, I try to get little tidbits here and there. That's good. That's I mean, so important. Yeah, Friday, I think it was Friday, the kids were reacting like lunatics and everything was chaotic. And my husband got home and I said, here's the kids. I need five minutes. Yep. Where I just explode. Totally. And you can cry or scream or have a shower or lock yourself right. in the bathroom or like have a freak out dance or whatever, but right. whatever it is that works and just, just get away. Cause yeah, sometimes you need that. And oh my God. Yeah. A reset can be so important. And oh yeah, I've developed, uh, I call it my attitude adjustment playlist. So I've got this. Oh, I playlist. saw that I have, I downloaded it, but I don't know what to do with it. I couldn't. Oh my God. I it's so fun. And I change it up like every once in a while, but I basically just have this list of songs that's on uh, Spotify. And if I'm feeling crabby, I just tell the kids, I'm like, listen, like, don't talk to me. I'm just going to be mean to you. I'm straight up with them. And they're so used to it. They're like, okay. But I'm like, go, go away from me, put in my earphones and just bop out for like 10 minutes. Yeah. And that's all it takes. And then I just feel like a whole new person. Cause when you actually like, there's research that shows if you vocally express, like if you're yelling or singing or something like that, and like moving your body at the same time, mm-hmm. it can just change your state of mind really fast. So it's a super quick way to do yeah. it. Yeah. We normally have a uh, dance parties in the kitchen. Nice. With the kids. So we like kind of try, try to get everybody to adjust their attitude. My oldest yes. is not into it anymore. He's 13, but um, the other two will rock out with me. <laughs> I love that. And you're teaching them that skill of being able to, to sort of take control of their own attitude. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't always happen. And I don't know. I'm not always in the right frame of mind to be like, okay, we all need to just take a breather. Of course. You know, but when I do and they're cooperative, it works very well. We just take a walk. We tend oh. to have a good, good activity outside. Yes. That makes and- a big difference. Yeah. Yeah. 
summertime is great for that. I try to get out in the winter too, but it's a lot more challenging, obviously. Well, up here anyways, we get a lot of snow. So yeah. yeah, we had a lot of snow this, this winter. It was a lot. Yeah. We were out of power for like three days. Oh, wow. Oh, it's so cold. And we had no idea, like we have a well now. We've never had a well. We didn't realize that, you know, your water stops working when the power goes out. Oh, right. Of course. <laughs> and did so the water cool. freeze outside? Like, is that a thing that can happen in a well? Um, no, it just, the, the well pump, it runs off electricity. Mm-hmm. So we couldn't get the water up from the well. So we were boiling snow. Luckily there was enough snow to boil snow to flush the toilets. There you go. Well, whatever. We made it work. <laughs> you make do. This is part of being a mom is like, you just figure it out as you go. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, luckily Always- my husband was home for that. So he figured all that out. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Love that. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. And I think no matter what we had a big storm, uh, I don't know, maybe two weeks ago now or so it was like, I, there's a specific name for this type of storm that I had never heard of, but it's in between a tornado and a hurricane. Really? Like that. It's like hurricane force winds, but it's raining. I don't know. Honestly, I was, I was napping through it. Um, it only lasted like five minutes, but it tore the town apart. Like really? people were out of power for up to a week. For me, it was only 48 hours, but like it was hours a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when you've got the little kids and you're like, what do you do? The little one was freezing. Like we said, we would go in the car and sit in the car with the heat on for like 15, 20 minutes just to thaw her hands. And she wouldn't wear gloves. She's a baby, you know? Yeah. So like I couldn't get her to cooperate and she was freezing and it just, it was tough, but we made it through. Now we know better. Yeah. I mean, not much you can do in those situations though, right? It is. Well, no, now, but we've been stocking firewood all all spring you know um, and get it because we have a fireplace luckily so that was the only thing that kept us sane was having yeah. the fireplace yeah because we were able to keep the house at like 56 degrees instead of it being like way cold wow yeah so yeah. we were able to do that but we just been stocking firewood stocking up on emergency supplies if it comes down to it water bottled water things like that and just storing it so that if we ever need it again we don't have to worry. It's there. This reminds me so much of, um, when my kids were small and I was packing diaper bags and I would pack like, oh my gosh, you should have seen these things. They weighed 300 pounds. I'm sure there was the bottles. There was the, the, you know, special filtered water for the bottles. I was packing the formulas. I was packing three changes of clothes. I was packing diapers in every size. Like I felt so ridiculous, but I'll tell you almost every single day I needed something and I had it like whenever I needed it, it was there. And it felt so good to just be prepared. You know what I did in, um, when my kids got too old for diaper bags, well, I mean, I still have one with a diaper bag, which I just keep her diaper bag in the car. I don't like use it on a daily basis. I just shove extra necessities in my purse, but, um, I have a bag in my car that I have a change of clothes for everybody. Granola bar for everybody, (laughs) bottle of water for everybody. (laughs) And uh, blanket. So smart. And you know what? It has come in handy more times than I can count where they're like, Oh, look, I accidentally jumped in that giant mud puddle. Yeah. What am I supposed to wear? Right. <laughs> Don't worry. I got you covered. Right. Gotcha. You know, uh, that's fantastic. It's yeah. It makes a big difference to feel prepared, ready to roll. And even if your day goes sideways, you can deal. Right. Exactly. And you're not like, oh my gosh, I have to find a store and go buy stuff because 
Yep. Or skip the activity or like whatever, right. right? You have a little bit more control over the day, which is good. Oh yeah, definitely. Oh, well, Leah, it's been such a pleasure chatting with you and just figuring out, like talking out loud about the real stuff that happens, right? Like mothering is hard. Parenting is hard and it's not all rosy and it's not always easy to implement the sort of positive habits and, and positive thinking and all those things that we aim to do, right? It's not always possible. And so it's really nice to have this sort of honest, raw conversation sharing that, Hey, you know, like sometimes it's hard and sometimes it sucks and we still get through and we're not perfect every day, but we sure try. Right. So, we try. You. We try. It's just, it's not possible to be perfect all the time. And anybody who says that they are is a big liar. Yes. <laughs> or really unaware of, the, of reality. <laughs> unaware that that's not really how it's going down. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, so in my listeners, I do have some that are business owners and podcasters as well. So I would love it if you could share for them and for anyone who might be interested to connect with you online, where they can find you. I mean, I found you on Instagram, but if you've got other places you want to send people, where should they find you? Uh, well, I have a website it's leahstein.com and, um, my Instagram, I'm, I'm most active on Instagram probably. Um, but my Facebook page goes, it goes to that too. But yeah, that'd be the best place to find me, Instagram and my website. Um, I do have a freebie on my website about 10 ways to repurpose your podcast. So you can go there and download that if, you, if you're interested. Um, and yeah, if you're interested in my services, let me know. And what about the children's book? Oh, that is A Boy and His Butterfly. That's on Amazon. And it's about a boy who finds a, a monarch butterfly egg and raises it up to be a, a butterfly. Oh my God. Too cute. Yeah. So it's, it's a fun book. It's a uh, kind of Charlotte Mason based. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with that, but it's a living book. So it's based on, you know, what would really happen. Okay. Love it. And awesome. I illustrated it also with my friend. So. No kidding. Okay. I'm just, I'm definitely going to have to check that out. That sounds fantastic. My girl is obsessed with bugs. She loves them. So this oh, is well, great. my next one that I'm working on is called a girl and her earthworm. So perfect. sign me up. I'm in. All right. Sounds good. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much, Leah. Thank you. I want to thank you so much for tuning into the Grow Like a Mother podcast this week. You can find more great tips, motivation, inspiration, and community on Instagram and Facebook at Grow Like a Mother on both platforms. And if you enjoyed today's show and wish that you had found it sooner, I invite you to leave a rating or a review wherever you're listening. Doing so really helps promote the show to other moms just like you who want to grow and level up in their lives. And if you want to stay connected by email, I invite you to sign up for the email list by visiting the website, which is www.livingwithheart.ca or diving into the free five-part video series that I recorded just for you. You can find all of the links and the details in the show notes. Until next week, keep on growing like a mother.